Today on the show, where we stand right now with full-time sprint car teams with the main series. We'll also look at the Wild West shootout field and more. Let's go. It's Friday, January 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. This episode of the show is being sponsored by MSP Mounts. We are right on the verge of the 2023 Chili Bowl. And when you look around the building this coming week and watch the racing on flow, you're going to see a lot of GoPro mounts on cars. As drivers are rolling around with two or three or more mounts on their cages, know that not all of these are the same. If you want a high quality mount for your race car that's easy to use, adjustable, strong, built for the community, check out MSP Mounts. Sprint car racer Dan McCarron, who races 410s around Ohio and Michigan and who's made starts with the Outlaws and All-Stars, created these mounts because he wanted something better for himself and other racers. What was already on the market was lower quality or you needed a screwdriver and several minutes to get them installed. That's not the case with MSP mounts. High quality builds. These things are super easy to take on and off. You just spin the clamp, put it on the bar, put it right back on, tighten the clamp back down, and then he gives you these inserts. And you use these inserts to make this thing fit all sorts of different bar sizes. It can be taken on and off quickly. Uh, you can fit these to roll bar or tubing three quarters of an inch thick all the way to two inches with those inserts. Uh, spend more time on your race car and content creation and less time worrying about where your GoPro is or how it's mounted. Jump over to mspmounts.com to order. And when you do, use code DIRTTRACKER at checkout for 10% off. This deal is just for listeners and watchers of this show. That's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K-R at checkout for 10% off at mspmounts.com. All right, the offseason is over and dirt late model racing gets underway in 2023 for real this weekend. We've got the Ice Bowl at the Talladega Short Track, and we've also got the Wild West Shootout that gets going at Vado Speedway Park in New Mexico. Looking around at entries, we should be right around 60 cars, I think, to start the week at Vado. It's kind of an eclectic mix of drivers and teams from around the country. I think the drivers to keep an eye on for the wins that are on the list include names like Tyler Erb, Kyle Larson, Jonathan Davenport, Mike Marler, and I like Garrett Alberson here. I'll be curious to see how the season, though, gets started for Davenport with a new crew chief leading the way. Remember, Jason Durham is now off helping Stormy Scott. Bobby Pierce could be in the mix as well, but he'll be adjusting to a new Longhorn chassis, and I feel similarly about, about Brandon Shepard. This will be his first full event with the Shepard Riggs Racing Team and their new Longhorns. These guys could come out of the gate hot, uh, or they could need some time to kind of sort out their new setups and get comfortable. And this event is good for that. Obviously, there's no points on the line with a, with a national tour. It's just racing for cash all week. So if they need some time to kind of get themselves righted and going in the right direction, this is the time to do it. Other names on the entry list uh, include Kay Dillard. He's been pretty quiet, I feel like, on the national scene lately. Billy Moyer is racing. We'll see Dustin Sorensen for the first time in the 28 car that Jimmy Mars made famous. And Ricky Weiss will be in attendance. I do think this week sets up really well for Larson and Kevin Rumley to succeed. Larson will have a chance to get comfortable in the late model uh, again, kind of after a night or two of racing. And I think really work on being dialed down the stretch and into next weekend. The event will run Saturday and Sunday this weekend. They'll take Monday and Tuesday off. They will run again Wednesday. They'll then take Thursday off and then run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through January 15th. All of the shows are 10,000 a win and 600 to start with the finale on Sunday being 25,000 a win and 1,000 to start. There's also a $10,000 point fund for the week with the champion getting three grand of that. Competitors will also have a shot at extra cast uh, if they win a bunch of the nights, although the bonuses kind of seem unlikely. 
Uh, six wins will get an additional $300,000, but nobody is going to sweep the week here. Five wins gets hundred grand, also seems unlikely, and four gets $25,000. With the level of competition in the pits, I think even four wins on the week seems incredibly difficult. I, don't, you know, I would not expect any of that cash to actually get paid out this week. There's also modifieds and X mods on the car, uh, so plenty of racing to come. And if you aren't headed to Votto, Flow Racing will have live coverage. I'll be curious to see how the crowds are for these nights of racing. Votto hasn't typically drawn well in the past, and I don't know that I'd expect much different this year. It's an incredible facility that Royal Jones has there, but it's not exactly in or near a hotbed of dirt racing. So we'll have to see on the crowd front. The Wild West Shootout does start tomorrow. One other dirt lay model note for you today, the CompCams Super Dirt Series will compete under the Dirt Car Sanction for 2023, and that includes adopting dirt car rules and the unified dirt late model tire from Hoosier. Sounds like they hope that the move uh, will make it easier for some teams to compete with them because they won't need to make changes to their cars or have extra tires available, which has been the case in the past. The 2023 season for the CompCams Series starts in March at Boot Hill Speedway. If you want more information on the series, visit compdirt.com. Uh, writer Alex Neaton had a piece yesterday over at speedsport.com about Zeb Wise and Rudine Racing. In it, Wise revealed that the Rudine 26 will again run the full all-star schedule this year, along with select World of Outlaws shows and as many high-limit races as they can get to. As I talked about last week when we dove into the series or pick-and-choose model, the early season show at Tulare and then that summer race at Grandview were ones that Wise pointed to as high-limit shows they'd probably miss. Uh, Tulare uh, won't matter as it's non-points, but that Grandview race will be why all-star drivers don't compete for the high-limit championship, and obviously Wise's comments point in that direction as well. And I've had a few people comment that the all-star guys could fly back and forth for that one and have cars ready at Grandview, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's possible for drivers to do that, but what car owners are going to roll out a 410 for one race to keep these guys in the point standings? It's not like they're just 410 sprint car teams lying around waiting for drivers to call them. That's definitely not going to happen. With this bit of information from Wise, though, I did want to take another look at confirmed full-timers for the Sprint Car Series. Right now, the All-Stars have Scotty Thiel and Premier Motorsports confirmed. If we add Wise to that list, we're at two. It sounds like Chris Windham and Hayward will be back with the NAS sponsorship. And a Facebook post from Book Motorsports seems to point towards Justin Peck being back, so that's four. We know that Kyle Reinhardt is not returning, and Tyler Courtney's plans are still not public. There's still a lot of signs pointing to them going full-time outlaw racing. I'd assume Hunter Schoenberg will be back with the Vermeer car, so that's five. And then the futures are uncertain for Cap Henry and the Lane Racing car. Those two obviously part ways at the end of 2022. Bill Baylog has a new team partnership, but that team hasn't confirmed publicly as of yet what they're going to do. We know they've talked about possibly running All-Stars full-time, but maybe some uh, high-limit stuff as well. So right now, we can count five with the All-Stars for sure. They are Wise, Thiel, Wyndham, Peck, and Schoenberg. On the high-limit side, we have three confirmed in Kyle Larson, Rico Abreu, and Buddy Kofoid. Alex Bowman told Flow Racing he'll try and run as many of those races as he can, but he didn't say full-time necessarily. And we know a lot of guys like Wise, uh, you know, if we talk about those all-star guys, will run a sizable portion of this schedule. And I do think uh, if we start talking about guys like Brian Brown and Brent Marks and some of those other kind of normal traveler, normal pick-and-choose guys, I think a lot of those guys could run this deal full-time as well. With the World of Outlaws, we're sitting at six full-timers right now. They are James McFadden with Roth and Toyota Power. We know Noah Gass is back for year two, and Robbie Price is returning to the side 7S. We mentioned Logan Shuhart confirming to Steve Post that Shark Racing will be back, so that's Shuhart and Jacob Allen. 
And Bill Rose plans to attempt the full series again on top of running a big block modified uh, at Dirt Car Nationals. And I've heard rumors of potentially two new additions. Uh, and I think if any of the big names decide to drop off, you know, if you, if Brad, uh, Brad Sweeter, Sheldon Hoddenshield, those guys decide not to race, that could be an opportunity for even more drivers to step in because that would be wins and plenty of money opened up with their absences. Obviously, those guys would still run a sizable portion of the outlaw schedule. But think about that end of the season point fund and bonus money that would be available. Gravel said the other night, Dave Gravel said the other night, they are waiting on clarification on how certain races will be handled in the restrictions. But my feeling is that teams will at the very least sign up to start the year. They'll get the provisionals and the tow money early and then play it by ear. And then if they get pissed again or if they're down in the standings or their math works out differently at some point, they'll fall off later on. I, th- I think that's going to be similar to what we see from some of the late model teams and dirt late model racing. And we've seen these games played before with the outlaws. You know, oftentimes you would get guys start the season in Florida, they'd race out to California and then come back. And then once that Midwest season starts to open up, then they fall off. And I think that's going to be possible here as well with some of these teams. So on January 6th, with less than a month to go until the first all-star races at Sonoya, that's where we stand right now with full-time outlaw drivers or full-time series drivers, excuse me. Uh, Before we go, there have been questions about the famous Chili Bowl pool. And as of yesterday, it sounds like things are still on, but we don't have the sheet yet. And I was thinking about maybe doing a live stream over on the YouTube channel on Sunday, sort of kind of half watch party for Chili Bowl practice. And we can talk about the various pool, uh, you know, setups and the information you need uh, you need to know. I know a lot of you probably watch football on Sunday. So I was thinking about doing it earlier in the day to kind of coincide with that morning practice session at the Chili Bowl. Drop me a comment. Let me know if that would work for you and if you would stop by and watch. It's going to be a busy weekend across the streaming services starting today. There's racing down under on Clay Preview. Flow Racing has the Wild West Shootout and Chili Bowl coming up and more. There are also shows on Speed Spore, Race and Dirt, Dirt Vision, uh, all kinds of stuff happening uh, this weekend. To keep up, uh, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch. Everything you need to know over there, what streaming services, links to watch, all of that stuff. All right, that's it for the show today. I hope you have a good weekend. Thanks for coming along for another week. Uh, We'll be right back here on Monday for sure for more Dirt Tracker Daily and maybe Sunday for a live stream. 